0: 1801. I have just returned from a visit to my landlord, the solitary neighbour that I shall be troubled with. This is certainly a beautiful country. In all England I do not believe that I could have fixed on a situation so completely removed from the stir of society. A perfect misanthropist's heaven. "'and Mr. Heathcliff and I as such a suitable pair "'to divide the desolation between us. "'A capital fellow! "'He little imagined how my heart warmed towards him "'when I beheld his black eyes withdraw "'so suspiciously under their brows as I rode up, "'and when his fingers sheltered themselves "'with a jealous resolution still further in his waistcoat, as I announced my name. "'Mr. Heathcliff,' I said. A nod was the answer. "'Mr. Lockwood, your new tenant, sir. "'I do myself the honour of calling as soon as possible after my arrival "'to express the hope that I have not inconvenienced you by my perseverance "'in soliciting the occupation of Thrushcross Grange.' i heard yesterday you had had some thoughts thrush cross grange is my own sir he interrupted wincing i should not allow anyone to inconvenience me if i could hinder it walk in the walk in was uttered with closed teeth and expressed the sentiment go to the deuce Even the gait over which he leant manifested no sympathising movement to the words, and I think that circumstance determined me to accept the invitation. I felt interested in a man who seemed more exaggeratedly reserved than myself. When he saw my horse's breast fairly pushing the barrier, he did put out his hand to unchain it, and then sullenly preceded me up the causeway. "'calling as we entered the court, "'Joseph, take Mr Lockwood's horse "'and bring up some wine.' "'Here we have the whole establishment of domestics, I suppose,' "'was the reflection suggested by this compound order. "'No wonder the grass grows up between the flags "'and cattle are the only hedge-cutters.' "'Joseph was an elderly, nay an old man.' very old, perhaps, though hale and sinewy. "'The Lord help us!' he soliloquized in an undertone of peevish displeasure, while relieving me of my horse, looking meantime in my face so sourly that I charitably conjectured he must have need of divine aid to digest his dinner, and his pious ejaculation had no reference to my unexpected advent.' Wuthering Heights is the name of Mr Heathcliff's dwelling. Wuthering being a significant provincial adjective, descriptive of the atmospheric tumult to which its station is exposed in stormy weather. Pure bracing ventilation they must have up there at all times indeed. One may guess the power of the north wind blowing over the edge by the excessive slant of a few stunted firs at the end of the house, and by a range of gaunt thorns all stretching their limbs one way, as if craving arms of the sun. Happily the architect had foresight to build it strong, the narrow windows are deeply set in the wall, and the corners defended with large jutting stones.' Before passing the threshold I paused to admire a quantity of grotesque carving lavished over the front, and especially about the principal door, above which, among a wilderness of crumbling griffins and shameless little boys, I detected the date 1500, and the name Hareton Earnshaw. I would have made a few comments and requested a short history of the place from the surly owner But his attitude at the door appeared to demand my speedy entrance or complete departure, and I had no desire to aggravate his impatience previous to inspecting the penetralium. One stop brought us into the family sitting-room without any introductory lobby or passage.